Scotland Trips and welcome back to the With Mates Podcast. My name is Andrew Grayson, your host as ever. And of course, it would not be the With Mates Podcast if a Marvel project came and we didn't do a big old spoiler talk about it. So yes, of course, we're here to talk about everyone's favourite bad guy, Loki Season 2. And joining me on this escapade is who everyone's favourite American should be, is my favourite American. It's Richard Francis. How are we, mate? Good, man. I appreciate the kind words. It's always always a pleasure to be back. Honest words, mate. That's all that is. It's honest words. Um, what you been up to, man? It's been a while. Just living the dream, the American so-called dream. Just playing some some sports, living some living some lives on some video games, and you know, just the overall usual. What about you? <sighs> work, work, more work. Managed to get away for a few days to Portugal to play some golf, and then more work. Um, I meant to ask you, how how did you get on? The last time we spoke, the last time you were on the podcast, there was something happening with, was it uh, Little League Baseball? Yes, uh, that's a that's a good reminder. Um, my nephew ended up, they ended up, I think, third in the country for his, for his thing. So they ended up losing wow. in like the, they ended up losing in like the loser's bracket to get to the finals. And then I think actually the American team which ended up going to the finals, lost to, like, Japan or Korea. I don't remember, but it was the East Asia team. That's incredible, though, third in the country very... at that age group. That's incredible. Yeah, very fun to watch. It was it was a great experience for them, and I'm, uh, I'm happy for him. He's still playing baseball, still doing the whole thing. So, so, so it was a, I think that's always the thing I'm, like, most jealous of of uh, America was, like, see how much he was getting into, like, little league sports and college sports and stuff. I'd love to, I'd yeah. love to have gotten into all that kind of stuff. Whereas nobody really cares about that stuff over in the UK. But anyway, enough about us. Of course, we are here to talk about season two of Loki. I'm going to have to make a, an admission here at the start of the podcast. Um, I knew it was coming. I knew it was out this past Friday. I have only watched it on the day that we're recording, which is Tuesday, which is ridiculous for me because normally I'm fucking straight away, bang, see it as soon as I'm up. But for whatever reason, I think I've just like, I come back from holiday on the Thursday uh, I think we recorded a podcast on the Friday. I was gigging Friday, gigging Saturday, out all day Sunday. Yesterday, I was only unpacking from my holiday. So this was the first day I really got the chance to actually sit um, and watch it. Um, there's some interesting things. Before we get into the actual episode, there's some things I want to talk about. So we've already kind of talked about it offline, Rich. There's been some weird... Like, I don't know if it's sponsorships or... Like, McDonald's is one of them. I'm sure there's, like a car deal with Loki and, and, and things like I seen an advert for our Loki it was like a Loki advert but it was for like a car like do you think we're going to see that in the series or do you just think this is Disney just trying to get, get a bit of cash I think it's probably Disney realising that this is a good show and it's it's mm. kind of similar to I feel like what happened with Stranger Things where as the seasons progressed you started seeing more and more like product placement yeah you know what I mean? Like things started popping up and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they talked about like new Coke and they were talking about certain clothing. Br- mm. Like it was just, it was that, that thing of it's becoming popular. It's becoming more popular. And then they're just going to start shoving ads. But I, you know, I don't know how much they can really, I guess it, actually that's a, that's a pretty dumb statement considering they can go wherever and whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, time. exactly. Realizing uh, that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like big stuff, like the stuff I've seen, like there's McDonald's, um there's other things like that like they've they've made a really big deal about it before it um but yeah that's interesting also before we get into loki um our tickets went on sale for the marvels how are we feeling about that because i've i've 
if you've not if you're new to the if you're new to the podcast or if you haven't had the chance to listen to it, we've done a fun thing called the fantasy movie draft, which is me, Craig Andrew Mooney, and Joseph Boone. We all drafted movies for the rest of the for films that are coming out for the rest of the year, and we're kind of bidding on who's going to score highest. And of course, I picked the Marvel, so I've got I've got hopes that it's going to be good. How how do you think my chances are, Rich? Do you think it's going to be a good? Do you think it's going to land well with the critics? I'm optimistic, but I don't. I don't know anymore. I really don't. I think yeah, we're at that point in time that where point. it's it's so difficult to tell. I I didn't mind the first one. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was you know breaking any breaking any records or breaking any mm. you know anything out of the mold. But I I never really understood the hate that Brie Larson got. Same. Um, I I don't. I feel like that's kind of the character. I'm not super familiar with with her as a as a comic book character, so I can't. Mm. I can't make a comment too much in that regard, but I, I'm hopeful. I, I think hopefully this, with how much I'm uh, uh, prefacing Loki, how much I'm enjoying Loki so far, I'm hoping that it's kind of a, a turn of the corner and and we're we're in for some good stuff. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, it's like one of the shorter ones. It's not as big budget and stuff like that. I enjoyed Ms. Marvel, so like I've, I've got I've got hopes for it. I think it'll do me well in the in the the podcast in the um the fantasy movie draft and the other last thing i want to say before we get into this episode did you see the reviews from ign for loki Loki? i did not i'll look them up real quick first four so uh, there was a an embargo lifted and i think the people that got to watch them got to watch the first four episodes but it was very critical now we're only here talking about the first episode so we can only give you our opinions on uh the premiere episode of season two but now to get into it, we will give you our general thoughts. We won't get into spoilers until we give you a big old warning. But to get into your general thoughts, I thought this episode was really, really good. I really liked it. So, I think I'll I'll hold I'll hold steadfast when I say that I do think Loki is the best of the the Disney Marvel shows. I've again I've never seen I I'm sorry I shouldn't say I haven't seen I've never seen all of the Marvel stuff on Netflix, but I still think that this is the best show. I don't know if it's I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the cast. Maybe it's everything else. But yeah, I I, I love I love this this for, series. For me, I, it was very high up on mine. So whether it's whether it's like top or not, like it, it's going to be in the discussion of like the top three at least or the top two. Like I think Loki. I think it's different enough. The music's great. The, as you say, the cast fantastic. And in this first episode, like the cast that they've added. I absolutely adore. I hope we get much more of um, Kihu Kwan. Like I thought he was very funny as Obi, um, and to me, I think Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's chemistry together is, is fantastic. And it, it was just when I, as I do, like I tend to, I don't tend to look at IGN for most, especially not like movie reviews. But if it pops up, I'll always kind of see and look at what score they gave it. But I'm sure they gave it like a five or a six out of ten. And I was like. I'm I'm looking at it now. It's a five. Yeah, which again we've only watched the first episode, so it might just fucking absolutely bomb two, three, and four. But like on on IMDb, the first episode got like an eight and a half out of ten. Like, and I thought it was great. Like again, it was even from the get go. Like the music, as soon as the 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 episode started, it's got that really kind of like strange, almost haunting kind of soundtrack where it is this kind because it is. It's a very strange. The, the, the one thing I'll say, as much as I enjoyed it, it's fucking weird. It's a weird episode. But I liked it. I thought it was really, really clever, and I thought it was really, really cool. Got to watch uh, Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston back together again. 
love their chemistry and to me considering we've already had a movie where kang was the main villain i feel like this episode and loki's reaction kind of brings kang back up to that kind of like we should be worried about him yeah i don't i don't really understand i mean i shouldn't say that but i'm looking at the guy who <laughs> i'm looking at the guy who reviewed it mm-hmm. and no offense to to jared jones who i i'm not familiar with but he's only reviewed a f- few things for ign and uh, he seems to be in the uh in the minority for the the outright hate well I mean, that's I, I can't i can't really fault him i guess for needing to review scooby-doo and crypto 2 <laughs> Uh, which he gave a six and megalomaniac which i've never heard of yeah he actually gave it an an eight so this might be worth a watch then i I don't know if i trust (laughs) the guy's reviews to be honest with you but i think that's i think that's the weird thing as well is like i've not had the chance to listen to the full episode but i was listening to kind of funny doing their games daily and they kind of spoke about that like they said because they've got their reviews up and the two guys that were on it were like, yeah, we. Uh, it was Tim. Tim Gettys was like, yeah, I don't know what what IGN we're talking about. I've loved the first episode, and I very much back that. I thought the, I thought it was a really good reintroduction to the characters, or a good reintroduction to the story that they're telling, kind of giving us maybe not a recap of what happened in the first series, but at least kind of giving us the stakes of what happened and what they had to do. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I think I think Kang will be. I'm actually really curious to see what they do moving forward, knowing yeah. that everything's happening with uh, with Jonathan Majors, and I don't think anything's been resolved yet. Nope. So who really knows how they kind of tread about that? And I, I assume that internally they've had those conversations and they've yeah. kind of come to a resolution. So we'll have to wait and see. But seeing seeing Loki's fear kind of when he talks about Kang was was very enjoyable and and. Like you said, I think I think he's going to be reestablished as a very meaningful threat moving forward, and I, I I hope they do so. The only thing I've seen on it, I've got it up just now. The direct has got a, a quote from a Marvel Studio exec admits Jonathan Major's situation is complicated following his arrest. So obviously, there's nothing really, there's no updates and stuff. And again, you you just need to kind of wait and see what happens with them. But the one thing I'll say about Marvel, Marvel aren't uh, hesitant to recast people. We've had loads of recasting in it. Uh, the biggest one being probably was Rhodey's recasting from. Iron Man one to Iron Man two, and they were just and like Iron Man's on. daughter like three times. Three times, yeah, exactly. I'm sure fucking um, obviously General Thunderbolt Ross has been recast, obviously for this, different circumstances and stuff. And on this subject matter being about time and space and all this, like you you, you can it's it's easy written in where if they do have to recast. But what I will say, just talking about Kang the character, I think what they do in this first episode really gives him this kind of platform of we need to be scared, and I think that's where we need to be kind of heading for mm-hmm. the the Avengers movie, and it'll probably be about two three years now uh, with the writer strikes and the the acting strikes and stuff like that. But yeah, for me, I've got no complaints with this episode. I thought it was really really fun really different obviously it's very weird and very out there for 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 the subject matter and for what they're dealing with and stuff but yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah i just i don't i don't my whole thing is at this point in time with how many characters there are Mm -hmm. and how they're moving um seemingly through all these different timelines and all these other things like there needs to be 
uh, stakes. Like there needs yeah. to be like life and death or like some form of like people losing something, the earth losing. Like there mm-hmm. just needs to be an idea of stakes because that's kind of what it was always building towards in the, in the infinity saga. And they need to get back to that in, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think, I, I think that is the hope. Like I, I did read somewhere that someone kind of took over during for the last like kind of phase Kevin Feige was always the head, but there was somebody like under him that was kind of leading story and stuff like that. He's now gone and they've went back to the guy that was in charge through the first uh, three, four phases. But yeah, I've still got high hopes. And I think there are little things that have happened in the movies. That's a small spoiler for Ant-Man um, Quantumania. So if you've not seen Ant-Man and there was Quantumania, fast forward like a minute. But that ending where you see kind of Scott having like a... Um, existential crisis crisis yeah where he's like oh my god did i do the right thing did i do that that kind of gave like it was almost the start of this kind of feeling of oh my fuck Mm -hmm. this could be a big bad thing which kind of went completely against the tone of the movie but that's something from it and then obviously we've been waiting like in terms of like after credit scenes and stuff from like the movies there's nothing really kind of like stood out for like I think I feel like we I feel like we've got weird memories when it comes to Thanos though because I think Thanos was what the first Avengers was the first time we seen him. Mm-hmm. Then it was Age of Ultron. Then we got him in Guardians or Guardians, and then we got him in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And then after Age of Ultron, I don't think we got him again until Infinity War. So technically, we didn't really get a lot of Thanos until, or not. Eh, we got a sneak peek at the end of Thor Ragnarok as well, but we we didn't get him until the very very end. So. It's slightly different with Kang that we got a full... We got a tease of him in Loki. We got a full movie with him, but technically that isn't the Kang, or it might be the Kang. We don't really know what's going on and stuff like that. But yeah, I would love to see the movies starting to kind of intertwine and all kind of heading towards the one um, the one kind of point. But the thing that I've heard on the grapevine, I don't know if you've heard the same things, Vash, is Deadpool is going to be very important to everything kind of heading towards Kang Dynasty and Avengers Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Yeah, I have heard the same. And I think the other thing is that with uh, Thanos, I think Iron Man, I think it was Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Was it Iron Man 3 that he was talking about needing the suit? Was that the suit around the, the Earth? Suit around Maybe. the world, yeah. He well, was t- well that, that and Age of Ultron, he was kind of the suit Jr., around the world. Robert Downey Jr. kind of being one of the driving forces about being like haunted by this idea yes cosmic thing like i think that he played that well and it led to everybody else understanding like threat and i think that they need something like that maybe ant-man's the guy to do that you know maybe loki will be the guy to do that yeah i don't know how like again it's not even i don't even need like a character i just need like i need more kang and i think it is obviously complicated with the situation Mm -hmm. with jonathan majors but like to me i'm going I need to know he's looming. I need to know, and I, I think we will get that through the rest of this series. So that might that 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 thirst might be quenched by the end of this series. But like to me, because it's it's normally I'm so very clued up on what's happening with Marvel and stuff. So we know I know I've got the Marvels coming up, but I'm trying to think actually what comes after. The Marvels, like, what have we got next? I know um, Deadpool was supposed... Again, next year's going to be complicated because um, 
because of the strikes and stuff I don't, and what we actually get might not be. Have they necessarily talked about who's going to be the villain in the Marvels? They've not spoken or, about the person, but they've, they've definitely been in the uh, in the trailer. Um, so it's, it looks like Captain Marvel... Where are we at? No, I'm sorry, Marvels is November 11th, and then we're supposed to get Captain America in May. That's not happening. No chance um, is that happening. Probably not. And then Thunderbolts. This might be old. When is this article from? Regardless, it's supposed to be the Marvel's Captain America for Thunderbolts, Blade, Deadpool three, Fantastic Four, etc. I feel like, like it's yeah. I feel like we're, we're everything like all movies. I feel as if are up in the air just now. But like with the MCU, it's 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 hard to because I'm sure we're supposed to have like a What If series and an Echo series and Daredevil series and all this kind of stuff. But what we do know is Loki is right now, so we're going to take this chance to give you your spoiler warning. So if you've not seen the first episode of Loki Season 2, now's the time to pause the podcast, head on over to Disney+, Plus or wherever you watch Loki, and then come on back and hear what me and Rich have to say, um, all of its spoilerific glory. Um, so, anywhere you want to begin, my friend? Uh, I'll I'll just start off by saying I, I feel like the visuals for this are are some of my favorite. I think that yeah. the world that they build and how they kind of intertwine in and out between now we're talking about literal timelines as opposed to kind of like the exact moment in time that they're jumping back and yeah. forth to. It's very much what was it for? They're saying 400 years. We don't know how long 400 years is to them. Well, this is so. this is the thing, right? And it's like I get it, right? We're talking about time. If you if you're a Doctor Who fan, fan, this one, this quote's obviously for you. But when Doctor Who talks about like um like space and time and stuff, he's like, oh, it's all wibbly and wobbly, and you can't really explain it. And it's this and it's that. And like to me, there was a point in time where like when Loki comes back and he's like, oh, I went back in time. And he's like, that's not possible in the TV. He's like, time doesn't exist here. And then they're like, oh, it was like 400 years. I'm going, how can it be 400 years if time doesn't exist? So like, there's, yeah. there's 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 weird thing, And this is where I'm saying like this is a weird episode because there are times where I'm watching it going, huh? And I feel as if maybe Jared from IGN might just not be a, a, a big old fan of superheroes and, and time travel and all that stuff. But like to me, there was that was the only point where I was just like, well, that doesn't make sense. If you've not got time, you can't say how many years it's been or whatever. The thing that interested me about this episode, and I feel as if like this could be looked at as technically filler, because it's like ultimately like, there's this thing wrong with Loki, and they resolved it by the end of the episode, and then going forward, it's them obviously going to try and find uh, Sylvie, but like there was just stuff that happened in this episode where I was just like, okay, I get it. Like to me, it was the stuff when he when he burst the wall open and you seen. Uh, Kang's or he who remains his face and he's like this is the guy this is this is how and I was going right you're adding to this like we need to be scared of this person kind of thing and that that was the stuff I loved about this episode yeah I think also um kind of the chemistry between Owen Wilson and I always forget the lead act Tom Hiddleston's yeah characters I thought I, I think that Owen Wilson has been spectacular he's oh, just kind of playing that like doofy like inspector who's kind of there for comic relief but he's also kind of serious and then um the other guy the ob 
the way that they did that whole sequence was fantastic. He was I liked, really to watch. I liked him. I hope we. I hope he's in it more because I felt like, because again, obviously, like his big comeback through um, everything, everywhere, all at once, and winning the Oscar mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like was great to watch. And then just seeing him in this, he was just like it was just a breath of fresh air and I was like yeah you yeah. suit there's times where you watch castings especially like for something like for me for like the MCU where I'm just like oh yeah you suit this world that like you you mm-hmm. fit right in here kind of thing um, but yeah for me a big highlight was obviously the relationship between Mobius and Loki and, and it feels as if they've kind of just picked up where they left off in the last series it's interest. the thing that interested me was and again this gets into the whole time travel timeline stuff was so like initially i thought he was where we ended um where we ended season one i thought he was in a different timeline but going by this episode it's the same timeline he's just back in time early yeah Yeah. so there was a point where the tva did have those kang statues because that's where it Mm -hmm. left off and picked up here and then like throughout the episode he talks about how he's, he's wiped their minds or something like that yeah and i was going that's so very interesting like uprising yeah yeah like to me i found that very interesting because i thought they were doing a whole like multiverse like different timeline thing whereas this is just very much no we're still on the same thread but loki was jumping forwards and backwards um within that one thread and again it's like this is where it's getting complicated and stuff like that and it's like that's why I still feel like Luis should be used from Ant-Man to, to, to just every so often just get him on and just go, okay, I'm going to explain it all. I'm going to explain it all. Here you go. And then he yeah. does it. But yeah. yeah I, I do I do think we're going to get, I assume we're going to get some kind of alleviation and explanation to where we are. And then we're, pro- see, I want to say we're going to end up stopping at one point. Right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the idea. But I don't think that that's going to happen just because we're going to have to deal with Deadpool. Yep. Deadpool's not in this universe. Yeah. So he's going to end up in this universe somehow. Apparently Miss Minutes is going to be a big thing in Deadpool as well. Well, yeah, they were talking about her as well and she's not And she's not around. there and stuff, yeah. She'll be and dealing with Deadpool. Look, oh, do you yeah. think... Mate, right, okay. <laughs> this, this is why I love talking to well, Richard hold on, hold fucking on, Mark. Because, right, okay, okay. Because Loki was also saying that <laughs> She doesn't trust her anymore because she yeah. was there. So, well, so now go on with your, with your theory. It's not a theory. I'm just. It was a question. Oh, I'm I was sorry. Gonna... With your new idea. Yeah. Do, do you think we get a? Do you think we get a Deadpool after credit scene at the end of this? That'd be interesting. Because Deadpool is is apparently going to be one of the next. But like I know, and 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 the list you read out, there was like two or three before it. But from what I've read and what I've seen, it seems like Deadpool is the closest to being ready. So I'm, I I found another article updated on October 5th of this year. So that's okay, five, so five days, days ago. ago. Yep. It is supposed to be the Marvels on November 10th. Yep. Uh, they're saying Echo Season 1 is supposed to be early 2024. Ironheart the... is supposed to be 2024. I've heard they're dropping Agatha... all of Echo in one go, though. Which I is interesting. No, no offense to Echo, but nobody I don't cares. see. Nobody yeah, cares. I don't. I'm, nobody cares. I'm not very interested in that. Yeah. I'm also not. To be honest, I'm not really interested in Ironheart. Same. I'm not really. I don't know if I'm interested in Agatha, but I, I do am. like Catherine Hahn. <laughs> yeah, so that's why. But that's the reason why I'm interested in, in Agatha, because just because of her. And I think that that, if anything, that'll have more 
um, importance going forward. They're saying Daredevil's TB- TBD, and then mm. Deadpool is is the next movie after technically the next movie after Marvel's. Yeah, I feel as if, especially going by like I've tried to mute it all and not and kind of dodge as much as I have. I've seen some stuff um, that's annoyed me on Twitter or X or whatever you fucking want to call it. Um, but yeah, from from what I've read and from what I've heard, listening to like podcasts and stuff like that, it sounds like Deadpool has pretty much got like some reshoots to do once the strikes are over, and it's pretty much there. Like I, mm-hmm. I think they've done most of the filming before the strikes, so That's it would make well. sense to me in that timeline. Plus the fact, um, Miss Minutes is apparently going to be involved in it, and. Like they they had like a wee Twitter like her and uh, a a Miss Minutes and a Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds had like a wee back and forth on Twitter and stuff like that. Ryan Reynolds absolute genius at marketing and stuff, but it would make sense if you got a some. It needs to like we need a direct tie in between these series and the movies ultimately, and we haven't really had that as much as we got Wanda and Doctor Strange. Like, something needs to be, like, a direct tie-in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it, I think the safest bet would be Ryan Reynolds. He's argu- yeah. he, I think at this point in time, he has to be the largest name. I mean, maybe in the world as a male actor, aside from, like, Tom Cruise. Yeah, I think maybe who, who, most well known and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like, if if you want if you want to hitch your wagon to anyone, I think it's going to be Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman and Deadpool three, and I to think, get everyone involved in talking. Yeah, and I think the thing as well is just even from a story point of view the fact that he can address that stuff breaking the fourth wall yeah. and just be like yeah this is all confusing i'm gonna fuck things up and i'm gonna make it all like he whatever the storyline yeah. is going to be he can like they can use that as like a a driving force to kind of get us to where we're going to get the rumors that i've heard is it's it's gonna it's gonna involve like secret wars and then it's like by the end of secret wars it's all going to kind of wipe i can't remember the name of it it was a thing that dr doom done where everybody comes and fights it's like a no battle world or whatever battle world yes it's going to end up battle world and, and then it kind of yeah. essentially that's like a a reset button so you'll have some people that we knew prior and then there'll be yeah. new people going forward and things like that and i think that's how you'll introduce the x-men and and things like that yeah i think i think at least the room like you said the rumors are there will be world incursions mm. similar to to loki how or was it loki no it was dr no Doctor, yeah, Doctor Strange too. How there's incursions. Yeah, and so they're going to be essentially pulling heroes from the incursions. Yeah, and that's how it'll end up that way. So, you know, I guess we'll we'll have to just wait and see. I think that's the thing that's that, that's still why I'm so still in love with the MCU is just to me I'm going there's so much potential. Like there there is yeah. still so much potential. Like I know people, I've actually started started kind of rewatching the. Um, the latest movies and i don't think they're as bad as people say i get people's gripes with them and stuff i thoroughly enjoy shang chi i really like the eternals the thing for me that, that's coming off the eternals is like you've not really addressed anything since then like it seems Which as is if supposed there was to be coming good i hope so um but yeah like to me there's so much potential we've obviously got fantastic four coming uh the the casting rumors about fantastic four are, are really exciting and obviously the x-men going forward when Kevin Feige's going to get in touch with me and get me to play Wolverine. I have it on good authority. <laughs> um, but yeah, like to me, 
the 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 MCU going forward, I'm still I'm still entirely kind of engaged, and I'm hoping by the end of Loki, but by the end of this series, from what they've kind of shown us in this first episode, they're really going to add stakes to to the character of Kang and stuff like that. Um, but let's get How back to the episode. Are there supposed to be? I will try and find that out just now. I don't think they've said, but I'll have a wee look and see if IMDb. I would imagine it's either going to be between six and eight. Six and eight. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of what I figured. Do you have any other any other standout performances? I mean, there. I I love what they're doing with kind of Loki and and he's popping in and out. Yeah. And he's he's talking to Mobius and he's going just he's like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> Loki's like, "Yeah, I'm all right. It's just you know, it is. It's whatever. I'm, I'll be all right." He's like, "Yeah, but it." It looks really bad. Like, are yeah. you okay? That's kind of that's that's a highlight for me. But again, I love again that goes back to the dynamic between uh, Owen Wilson and, and and Tom Hiddleston, where he's like, "Oh, it, d- how does it feel?" And he's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And he's like, "Yeah, it doesn't look too bad." And then it happens again. He's like, yeah. "Mate, we need to stop this because that looks awful. It looks like you're be- it looks like you're dying and giving and being born at the same time. It's awful." And then we cut away to the other person in the left, and she's just like, "Yeah, that's horrific and stuff." Um. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't shout out uh, the wonderful Scottish actor that was in this series. I knew uh, you were going to. I have to, mate. Kate Dickey. Uh, you know Kate Dickey. She was in. I'm sure was she. She, she was, was in Game of Thrones. Game right? of Thrones. Yes, she was the the, the mother to mom. the little fucking weird kid that wanted to chuck people through a hole. Was she in Harry Potter? I don't think so. She was in, apparently she was in The Last Jedi as well. Oh yeah, I remember her in Last Jedi. She was like one of the, I feel like she must have been in Harry Potter, surely. If she wasn't, she would have been about the only British actor that wasn't. But yeah, I recognised her from, uh, I recognised her from, from Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But it's just, just any time I see these kind of things and there's a, and there's an actual Scottish actor rather than an English actor doing a bad Scottish accent. I'm like, yeah, shout out to her. So shout out Kate, uh, Kate Dickey. It was lovely seeing you there. That was a strange scene as well, wasn't it? Which one? When they were having like the board meeting, when they were kind of discussing yeah, I, stuff. I'm and... very confused about kind of what was happening. <laughs> Excuse to me, me, I don't really, like, I get that they were trying to figure it all out and talk about everything. Yeah. And, but but I, this, like, I don't. This is what I'm saying. At this point, I'm like, I don't know who, like, who was the villains or who was the the good guys and why what were they doing and why they were doing it and stuff like that obviously um mobius and is it hunter can i can I, hunter b15 those are the two that were kind of like yeah those are the those are the good guys essentially but like i was just it just seemed like a very weird scene and and the one thing though you've already kind of touched on it the the cinematography and the look and the feel of this series is so different to anything else. Not only in the MCU, but anything that Disney has, has really done with, like, fucking Marvel or Star Wars. Like, it mm-hmm. just feels... I don't know, like... I want to say that it feels like kind of... Like a period... Pe- like, almost, like, periodic in terms of, like... The colour, like, it, it seems so, like... There's it's no brightness. 70s. Yeah. It's very 70s, 80s vibe like that's the idea of where it would like if someone was making a tv show like that's kind of the look of the sets and stuff and like yeah i I agree with you it has that like even the coloring like like you see the color tones change from from the time period to time period even when they're in the tva yeah yeah they do that really well it's like even just like the tv itself it's just it's dead like pastel and like 
kind of like there's no bright colors it's all just kind of like dull and 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 as you say like when they travel to like different timelines or different places and stuff like that like they they must have had like such fun like kind of just like coming up with these different worlds and stuff but there's something about this series in comparison to the other ones that we've had especially like obviously things like uh secret invasion and and hawkeye they're all like earth-based and stuff so it's just like a normal tv series whereas with this because they're creating this other world that lives out with time and stuff you can have fun and have weird stuff and just make it feel it just it just obviously this episode was bizarre but like the the the, the music and the the setting of this series really helps it i think just makes it makes it feel this like otherworldly place yeah and it, it's it does it gets brighter when they go back in time right mm. and then it gets a little bit more the color tones will change to yeah. a little bit warmer color so it, it almost i'm i'm really curious to see because i'm I, you, again you have to assume that they're going to address it what happens in their idea of time from the previous era to now yeah something there's going to be some background villain, whether it's not, it's not going to just be Kang. It's going to be, what was the woman's name? The bad woman? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um... Something, something's going to happen. Somebody's pulling the strings from behind the wall. Like it's, it's, it's going to be, I, again, I, this is why I'm interested in the show and I, I do still think it's the best um, Disney show. It's just, it, it, it yeah. keeps you guessing and it's, and it's guessing in a fun way. Ravona Renslayer, were you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I feel as if, like, going by the the episodes, so Hiddleston's in twelve, Wilson's in eleven, Sophia's in twelve, uh, and Gugu and Bathara. She's she's in eleven, so she should be in the next five episodes. So we should get Renslayer back yeah. next week. But that's the thing. I think that's the fun thing about this is we we have so many different kind of like stories and threads to follow. If you've watched the trailers, again, if you've not watched the trailers, fast forward a, a minute or so, but watching the trailers, we obviously get one of the first incarnations of Kang, where he is, like, comes across, like, a Thomas Edison-type, like, inventor mm-hmm. kind of look back in the day. So, this is why I was saying, like, you could maybe look at this first episode as filler, because I feel as if I'm going, I don't think it really tells us anything about the the rest of the series other than the ending where they're like oh we're gonna we're gonna go find we need to find sylvie but other than yeah, that i ni- don't think it does tell the 1900s kang is victor timely yes victor timely yeah but um I'm, I'm reading his thing divergent version of kang establishes a small quiet town called timely wisconsin I was gonna say that might tie into the after credit scene, but I don't think it will. Obviously, the the time frame doesn't uh, does not match up. You want to tell us about the after credit scene because I forgot yeah, so, to watch it. <laughs> so Mr. Andrew didn't like every good Marvel fan did not sit through to the end, um, and we got a nice more fil- no but fil- no wait a minute fool me uh, once no, shame I, on me no, right. fool me twice shame on you right I've sat through all the Secret Invasion and I was I was fairly more positive than most people on Secret Invasion and there wasn't one after credit scene so and I've just watched Ahsoka and there's never a fucking after credit scene with Star Wars so give me a break come on so we we get some nice product placement for uh for sylvie in the after credits where she ends up in a mcdonald's in the 80s in i think it was oklahoma it was a midwestern 
Broxton, Oklahoma, apparently. A Midwestern town, and, and she walks up to the <laughs> to the cashier and asks, how do I do this? Because mm. she's assumedly never been to a McDonald's, and she says, I want to no raccoons, no squirrels, and nothing with a face. And he gives her a suggestion, and she kind of turns around and see everybody enjoying their lives, and she says, I'll, I'll, I want one of everything. So and she, I feel... The, the assumption is that she wants to live her life normally, yeah. and she's tired of running and fighting and killing, and we'll we'll see where that goes and i'm assuming we're gonna get there is a isn't there a, a trailer scene with her working at the mcdonald's isn't yeah she works at mcdonald's yeah that was in the trailer as well and like uh, as i say like there's some weird product placement and 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 like obviously like contract agreements and stuff i feel that because i think mcdonald's are doing it for a couple of things and and loki's part of like another few things as well that we'll see kind of throughout I've got this scene on just now, and I'm trying to kind of make out the prices behind I, her head to just kind of I try to do this, I try to do the same thing. <laughs> um, but I will say that as an American who grew up in the 90s, like, like the idea of McDonald's was very much like quintessential to me yeah. growing up. Like when we went out, like if we had like sports, if we went, you know, we had long drives, it was always like, can we go to McDonald's? Can we go to McDonald's? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was a thing. So I think... Did you just have the party? Did you just somebody... have the birthday parties back in the day? Yo, yeah, I think I had a birthday party at McDonald's Same. when I was a kid. Do you know the fucked so up like thing? I, I think I'm... that's gonna play into it. Do you know the fucked up thing, right? Just to go off on a wee tangent here, I still remember um, there there would be like fucking when you would have a McDonald's birthday party, you'd have some cretinous guy coming up dressed as Ronald McDonald, and you would all run and chase him and all that, that stuff. Oh, we had that, and it was fucking horrible, man. Obviously, somebody's... Donald McDonald's and a, and a Scottish accent. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's uncle coming in with a wig and that. But the best bit I remember as well was back in this, again, aging ourselves here, they had, like, there was tables that had built-in ashtrays for the parents over at the kids' oh, yeah. party section oh, yeah. where they would be... Bit, and I'm just like, oh, different times. and oh. But the, we were the same. Like it's, It was the same for, like, travelling places. Like we, we would travel to Aberdeen, and there was a McDonald's just off the, the motorway. And we would every time we'd be like, "Can we stop for McDonald's? Can we get a McDonald's?" And it was always like, "No." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Please!" But now that I'm a big boy and I've got my own car, when I travel up to Aberdeen, I stop and I get myself a fucking McDonald's because that's what I do because that is quintessential for me and travelling. But yeah, like to me, this episode I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't feel like there's a lot of meat to kind of digest in terms of like plot on where it's going. To me, as I say, like I feel like this episode is very much like Loki has a problem. We're going to use this uh, device to fix it, and it kind of gives us the sense of right. Loki's not jumping from multiverse to multiverse. He's jumping from time zone to time zone within the one kind of uh, multiverse thread, essentially. Um, but I am like this. This episode, as I say, the music. The cinematography, the performances, and the chemistry between all the characters and stuff. I just, I just, Jared, I know you listen, mate. I just don't know what you were seeing. I, I thought, no, I'll hold my hands up, mate. If episode two, th- three, and four are utter shit, I'll be like, fair enough. Do you know what? Jared, Jared was onto something here. But to me, I thought this was great. And I, I never get tired of watching Tom Hiddleston play this character. He's played it in so many different kind of like ver- variations and iterations, being the good guy, the bad guy, the sad guy the happy guy like i i i think he's great yeah i i gotta tend to agree i don't you know he does seem to be be in the minority for reviews so we'll we'll kind of we'll hold his feet to the fire if we have to so 
I do have one shout out because I'm always a fan of something like this. Uh, there's a part where Mobius, Obi, and Loki are walking down. I know to- exactly what you're gonna say. Towards the like whatever the device thing that they're gonna use, and Obi throws the book behind him, and Loki catches it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm all for that. Good hands, bruh. So I actually thought you were gonna bring up how they were talking about jet skis and how jet ski is a brand oh. and. Oh, mate, we are back on the jet ski train. We are not going to fucking... By the time this series ends, if I don't get... Now, they've somewhat spoiled something in the trailer. I think we know why his obsession with... I think he goes back in time and finds out that Owen Wilson's character was a jet ski ski salesperson. But as I say, I'm not going to be happy until I see him on one in the sea, in the ocean. That's what I want from this series. Not only do I want Kang to come across as foreboding and like this next big villain, I want to see Mobius happy and on a jet ski in Miami or wherever he wants to fucking ride it. I do have a question. There is a scene there is a scene towards the end of the show proper where um they're trying to fix the timelines and all that other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Loki stands in front of the elevator and somebody hits him from behind with a stick. Who do you think that is? Because I personally don't know. So, is Is that a tie-in from the last season? Does Loki hit himself? I don't remember. (sighs) I'd have to go back and watch it because I don't don't remember. No, so, no, because at that point, he's in the future. So at this point in the the, the episode is where Owen Wilson, where Mobius is out um, in the big massive space suit while Obi's watching and he's jumped to the future and he's trying to find a stick and that phone's ringing and then he looks into the the lift and it's uh, Sylvie and then he gets done from behind with a stick my first thought was it was Mobius but now that you're saying it's him it wouldn't surprise me if we see that chain of events happen again but from the Sylvie yeah. and uh, like Sylvie and uh, Loki at that yeah. point in time, um, and that is the point where Loki realizes this is when I need to send him back to the future. Essentially, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because even her reaction when she opens the door is like, "Oh, there you are!" Like, yeah. So I'm curious. I'm curious who the phone is, and I am. I, if I have to give a, an early prediction, I would say it's it's him. Yeah, I think that's a really good me. shout. My first initial thought was Mobius, but now that you say that, like using me like time and stuff like that, that's a good shout. The phone is the interesting thing, like because that, that that it was very prominent um, in that walk up and obviously yeah. looking at it, and then the lift opens and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see who's on the other side of that phone. Um, I feel as if Miss Minutes is going to be. She's going to a be, big deal. yeah. She's going to be prominent. Yeah. I think um, there's again stuff that we've seen in the trailers. She's definitely in it. Um, but what 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 that kind of part she's going to play in this is going to be interesting. Uh, I'm going to do my best to kind of like again like we don't know what the, the the whole thing is with Jonathan Majors. We don't know what the the eventual verdict is going to be with with that kind of stuff. But ultimately, I think he I think he's a really good actor and I think he does good work and stuff. And we'll see what he does with the character. But yeah, like to me, for a first episode, it's 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 done when it has to. It's it's got its hooks in me, and I'm I'm desperate to see what happens next week, especially with this kind of with this kind of show that is very much set about being mysterious and being um, 
kind of guess who of what's going to happen next yeah i would recommend it uh, if if you liked if you liked previous loki yeah if you're looking for a for a reason to get back into uh the shows um if you've been on the fence go back and watch it yeah especially uh especially this one this one's fun yeah especially jared as well cheer up mate give it a chance <laughs> get, do, be nicer uh i've looked it up as well six episodes so it'll be short and sweet Ooh. And actually first episode wasn't that long it was like 40 minutes or something 35 40 minutes it's, uh, yeah a lot of credits yeah so uh, that's the, that was the thing as well because it was like 48 minutes and i was like oh god that's nearly an hour long and then i was like nah because the loki credits are long and then there you was get, the like, loki credits there was a the recap at the beginning yeah. Yeah. so it's pro- probably about half an hour to 40 minutes if that but yeah six episodes it'll be short and sweet um also that is us for the loki show but if you're interested if you're a fan of the boys, we are talking about Gen V. Are you watching it, Rich? I do plan on watching it. I haven't gotten to it Have yet. you not got to it yet? Please text me or voice note me your thoughts on especially the first episode. If you want me to recommend a show that will set you up for what a series is going to be, it's the first episode of Gen V. Follows along with the very same thing with the boys done in the, their very first episode. It's a fantastic show. I've got a wonderful guest called Callum Bain who myself and him do the breakdown and the spoiler view. We get into it. It's, it's such a, a, a deep show where we, we ended up talking about mental health issues and equality issues and stuff like that. So definitely check out Gen V and then, of course, check out our podcast on it. If you watched Ahsoka, make sure to check out our reviews on Ahsoka. We've got every episode up of that now. The Marvels will be out in November. I believe it's November 10th. I should be seeing it the weekend that it's coming out. Rich, have you got your tickets booked yet? I haven't. Um, I will do so yeah, shortly. I think we're going to book ours very, very soon as well. Also, I've seen the movie The Creator. If you're looking for a fun new sci-fi movie, I would recommend it. I think it's very, very good. It's very... The the CG and stuff like that is great. It looks incredible. It's very small budget considering like it's a very heavy duty kind of CG and I think a lot of people could learn some lessons from it i think it's got like an 80 million pound budget in comparison to things like uh indiana jones made a 300 million dollar budget do not know where that money went but yeah uh, the creator fantastic um so yeah i would recommend it if you're into sci-fi and stuff like that but as ever keep your eyes and ears peeled on the social media channels for all the things that we've got coming out there's still plenty of podcasts coming to the end of the year we will be doing this week to week uh we'll have marvel's review out as well when that comes as well but yes rich where can the lovely people find you online uh red dead united for most stuff just whatever lovely just whatever whatever you fancy <laughs> if you want to, if you want to follow me i'm at and alpha gray on all social media platforms and if you want to follow the podcast uh, we've got some fun tiktoks and stuff coming up as well follow us at with mates pod or with mates podcast on all social media platforms make sure you're liking sharing subscribing reviewing all that shit apple spotify you know the drill but until next time later on